Welcome to episode 143 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am better than most, not as good as some. How are you, Mike? Absolutely stunned, bewildered, and in disbelief. But more on that later. Oh, yeah, um, I'm... Yeah, well, we have a we have a certain protocol to this uh, podcast. So okay, more on that later. So you will have to stick around, listeners, if you want to see what's got me so puzzled. Does that mean I got to stick around yes. too? Okay. Yeah, because somebody's got to edit this podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what do we got? North Studio episode one forty three. We got three tastings per usual. I mean, that's the yeah. nature of the pod. And football is back. Yes, yes, it is. Um, but we're going to start it off with Just Like Honey, a New England hazy IPA from Microphone, and no, I'm not mispronouncing that, it's spelled M-I-K-E-R, yeah. phone, yeah. Microphone Brewing, a nano brewery in, in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. There you go. So, uh, the particulars of it, 7%, zero IBUs. I, I had an aunt named Honey. Did you? Yeah. She kind of had that elderly smell to her, so hopefully this that, is not like her. Yeah, that's a bad smell. As Carlson just banged one from 53 yards. And get used to it, listeners, for the next day. He must have a really big dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. Good one. Wow, that was that, that was almost, a, that was Mike-ish. Yeah, very Mike. It was very well. It was well played. Where was the boom boom? Um, well, I was so caught off guard by it, I didn't know what to do. But listeners, get used to those. Uh, while they're live for Dave and I, they won't be live when you hear them unless we go to YouTube. But hey, football's back, like Dave said, and we always have either at the North Studio, which we are tonight, or the South Studio. We have the four o'clock game playing in the background so you'll get periodic announcements of what went went down i don't really get much honey on the notes though or not nah. the notes the smell yeah the bouquet if you will yeah cheers, cheers. that's that, that the glass my sister got me yeah. a while back that's faux glass yeah exactly there well, there's honey on the taste that's for sure oh yeah wow a lot of honey wow. the taste. <laughs> but just enough of that New England IPA that say. you know you're that you know you're drinking a not a IPA and IPA. You don't have to cue the music, Dave, because it's not really a corrections corner, but it's just a clarification and a formal apology by yours truly. Because when I'm wrong, yeah. I, I'm wrong. And remember last week I had a couple topics. I said, Am I just being a dick or whatever? And one of them was the people not using the cry room. Oh, Well, right. my lovely wife informed me after she listened to episode 142 that um, apparently St. Thomas is still the most COVID-scared place on the planet. Right. Because the cry room is still closed. Oh. Due to COVID. Gotcha. So that option is taken away for them. So I apologize. So if they're not able to do that, yeah, then it is what it is. I was wrong, Got and in it. that particular case, I was, in fact, being an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yep. I apologize. Yeah. You know, I'll come clean. Sure. Um, and then you'll get over it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm already over it, but I just I just want to get it out there in case some, you know, because I'm sure this podcast ranks high up on the St. Thomas Aquinas par- parishioners. Oh, I'm sure they listen <laughs> yeah. every, every so, Sunday uh, evening. 
<laughs> which I'm not avoiding them because I'm afraid of the scuttlebutt or the repercussions of what I say here on this pod. But with the uh, youth football season starting, that's why, again, voice is shot. Fifth grade had their first game yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so that rules, and we're the 3 o'clock game, so that rules out Saturday, 4 o'clock mass. Sunday, 8, 30, and 11, Liz doesn't like nearly as much, and if my partner in crime isn't going to go, then right. I'm yeah. not going to go. So Ruby and I went for a walk today instead of going to church, so I don't know if it'll be like that for the next six weeks or not. I'll try to get in there, but the Saturday mass is definitely out because of the, the games. Right. Um. Are you yeah. going to ask us how we did? <laughs> I was. I was going to wait for you. Yeah, to, uh, actually, I was trying to figure out a way to spin your walk with Ruby being right. a religious experience, but I couldn't really. It, it Today it wasn't. But, no, okay. Because <laughs> nothing, nothing eventful happened on her walk, as does oftentimes. Yeah, I was, I was trying to build the yeah. joke in my head yeah. as, you know, if she, you know, shit five times, you know, on the walk no, or something but it's, like that. it is clear that she you forces heard, it out. You would have heard the Lord's just name. Just because she chuckles for me carrying the bag. Yeah. Because there's no way that dog has to go with as much work as she's doing, but it's just like, ha carry my shit, idiot, <laughs> as she walks away. So, anyway. Yeah, so how'd you guys do? I, I was interested. Um, I'm going to take the fifth. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take the fifth on that. Thus the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're if you're beating the if you're annihilating the other team, you, oh, yeah, you don't, have, have, yeah, you don't yeah. have to yell quite as much. Or, yeah, or you're wasn't, yelling to be but heard. But like I said, defensively, I'm going to take the heat on it. You okay. know, because they weren't the kids weren't prepared enough, and I'm the defensive guy. And yeah, okay, we were curb stopped. All right, so we're just going to leave it at but that. But even, hey, so even, so now in the next six weeks, yeah, hopefully, and I know. You know, a couple of the other coaches listen yeah. to this song, to this song, to this podcast. <laughs> so hopefully the only place we can go is up because if it gets worse than yesterday, we're in for right. a long year. Well, I mean, it, from a standpoint, you know, obviously I didn't see the game, but you, there's a couple of reasons at the fifth grade level why you lose. Number one, the other team has a far superior player that could probably play eighth grade football and just does anything they want. Agreed, that was, not, dis- that was right. not the case for Freeland. Or they have, you know, balanced across the board. They're just a little bit better at every position. They don't have to be stupendous, but, you know, en- enough at every every position or almost every position that is just, you know, it's a team thing and it's and I don't even know if that was a, a, syner- we a synergistic effect. To put it in a nutshell, we just need to block and tackle better. Okay. And then... I think we'll, it was, you know, yeah. uh, John Wonderly, who I think, I don't know if he listens to this pod. He wants to come on. Does, he said he doesn't want to talk, but he wants to drink the beer. And I'm, I told him, I said, well, you can't do that. Yeah. If, if you want to come on, you're going to have to contribute. Yeah. Then you're more than welcome to drink the beer. He put us in a pretty tough hole starting us off with Freeland. You, you know, you like, <laughs> you know, you, you got to right. do like, you right. know, which we'll get to in the next sure. segment. But like, you know, Michigan State, you know, Playing Akron, you got you got to have a couple Akrons <laughs> yeah, on your schedule yeah, to get loose. Yeah, you don't start right. You know, or, or Michigan, you, Michigan State doesn't start rate right with week one. Right. Yeah. So, well. So thanks Michigan, a lot, John. Or Michigan and Hawaii, or right. you know, all, all that. I'm like you said, you'll bring that up in sports. So yeah. So um. Anyway, before we get into what we've watched in that, and I know you you have a little bit insider info on this because I text you as it happened. 
and no need to remind me because I've remembered myself. So, what day was that? Wednesday or Thursday? I'm setting up shop in my Titabwasi office at Timmy Hall's, and all of a sudden I say, Oh my God! And I'm looking, and I look at the TV, and you know, the 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 it was the person working at Tim Hortons said the Oh my God that loud, right? And she apologized to the customer she was waiting on, and I looked to see what was so. I thought maybe somebody had, you know, dropped you know dead or you know. Uh, shoved the donut up somebody's ass or something. I don't know what happened. Or, or another 9-11 kind of a right. incident, yeah. Um, so, anyway, what what was... I just, that's so shocking! And what she was referring to is the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Right. At a young 96. Right. And I let it. I just kind of chuckled to myself, and that's when I sent you the text. It said, remind me to mention this on the pod because, and then I get up. You know, once that lady left, and I had my office set up, I went up to order my large black iced coffee, and she said, oh, I'm, "I'm just, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that." And I said to her, and I, I'm like, and I, this is legit what I said to her. I said, "Oh, come on, now that's a little ridiculous." She said, "No, really. I mean, I just can't believe it." I, I said, "You can't believe a 96 year old died." Well, I wasn't expecting it today. I'm like, well, but at 96, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to happen at some point. So, and it's like, and then I saw somebody post, like, oh, morning Twitter, you know, and, oh, blah, 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 and just giving, you know, hey, rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. You know, hey, you didn't do anything bad to me, so whatever, you got to do. Yeah. But, but the funny thing, I love the one comment somebody put to that, it's like, I like how everybody in America is now all of a sudden Queen Elizabeth's best friend. <laughs> and what yeah. I, you know, my biggest pet peeve, what I learned from her passing, yeah. she fucking never had a passport. And she traveled to like 120-some countries, never with a passport. And that's not right, because, you know, yeah. uh, Saturday Night Live characters dress up as Queen Elizabeth all the time over the years. So how do they know that wasn't one of those Saturday Night Live people without the passport? That's that. Exactly. I bet you. That's I bet you Obama had to show a passport oh, when I he bet. went to other. I, cru- I bet you all the presidents did. Yeah, so that's discriminatory. Seventy-one years in the making. <laughs> you know, that's that's a long time to reign over something. But yeah, I mean that. So yeah, there's there were a couple other adjectives that people used to describe. And it didn't have anything to do with like, oh, that's crazy, or right. that's you know, because it's not crazy. She's right. ninety-six. Um, exactly, and, and, that, so, and I'm not. And again, maybe your concern is, wow, you know, Prince Charles. It is Prince Charles. Yeah, right. in charge now, mm-hmm. right? Charles in charge. Yeah, there wow. you go. It, it, <laughs> yeah. See, Scott Bale. <laughs> it's going to be like, well, man, I wonder. Geez, I hope, uh, you know, Prince Charles doesn't get into some uh, little menage a trois with Stalin and another leader and turn against the United States. Or now that could be a valid concern, but not that a 96 year old died. I mean. Hey, if you hey, rest in peace, whatever, yeah. move on. But to say shocking and like to scream while you're working, waiting on somebody who may have been older than Queen Elizabeth, so I'm surprised she didn't kill that lady with her scream. But to right. you know, to yeah, to carry yeah. on like yeah. that is craziness. By the way, <laughs> if Saturday Night Live does come up with a Charles in Charge skit, we're taking full yep. fucking credit for that. Right. And I'm and you know when I drop an f bomb, I'm serious. Exactly, we will, because this this bad boy will be uh yeah 
posted before Saturday Night Live does a skit. Absolutely. Or be, be, before they even come up with the idea. Um, and we got. I've got a point that I want, I challenge anybody to see if they've heard it. And I have not heard it yet. And my oldest son and my uh, youngest son are my witnesses. And the listeners will be a witness when we get to segment two. So it's more on that later. But anyway, again, slow week with what we've been watching. We practice five nights this week. Who, you and that mouse in your pocket? Uh, we... Uh, oh, Liz you and, and Liz. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Liz and I are yeah, a team. Gotcha. We watch everything. I, I, I forgot, yeah. So, uh, but j- we just caught up on City on the Hill. Today, episode six, business as usual. It, it's a good, not one of my, it won't rank as one of my favorite all-time series, but it's very watchable and enjoyable if you have, actually, I think you have to have Showtime because Amazon Prime, you're only going to get the first season or, or the first episode of season three. Right. Um, then the other one we're watching is on Hulu. It's called The Patient with uh, Michael Scott. Uh, that's not his real name. That's the. His, oh, oh um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, God, you caught me off yeah, guard here for a minute. And I, anyway, we'll get back. But anyway, Steve Carell. Th- thank you. Yep. And that's actually watchable. It's like 30. <clears throat> it's, it's a weekly thing, uh, 28 minutes. Again, I'm not a huge Hulu, Hulu fan because we don't got we don't have the premium and you have to suffer through the commercials. But right. hey, you know, you know. Watching a commercial yeah. or being Queen Elizabeth. Well, that's I mean, taking us worse. back to our childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only time you didn't have to watch a commercial is when you went to the movie theater. Yes. You know so, I mean? and then, but there are a lot of things I do want to watch. Uh, the, the McEnroe documentary looks interesting. That would be fun. The Goat, I think that's Come what, on! The, I think The Goat is what it's called. Or the Tom Brady docuseries. I want to watch the Captain docuseries. Both of those are now done, so you can bang them out one to the finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming up here in about a month is uh, Halloween Dies. Oh. So, and Derek Carr went to my man. That was going to be a double dip, long touchdown to Devontae Adams, but the Chargers intercepted it. But um, Halloween Dies allegedly is the absolute final ending completion for sure, final, last Halloween until the next one, maybe. <laughs> I mean, so, because they've had like 35 ending, you know. Yeah. So, ball was underthrown. Should have been a 24-point play for yours truly. But anyway, uh, how about yourself? How's the the Hulk going? Ah, uh, you know what? It, they better pick it up or I might stop. It might be the first Disney Plus series that, it's kind of quirky because she kind of talks to the camera from every now and then, and that's how the Lakers that Laker thing on HBO is, and that's what I didn't like about it. It's like every once in a while, the guy playing whatever character looks into the camera and talks. And to me, that's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> just, and, anyway, go on, go on. But I mean, so like the Office, they were talking to the camera, but it's because there's a cameraman there. Yes, exactly. That's the whole plot. Yes. The, that's the yes. that's the theme or the plot of the right. of the story of the show. So, um, yeah, I don't know. They. They're trying to do cameos of the other Marvel people, and uh, it's, it's yeah, I don't know. I, I'll probably try to get through one or two more episodes, and that actually, if, if I'm one episode from the end, I, I might just watch it through. Uh, C, with yep. Jason uh, Momoa, right? Apple uh, TV, which I even yet to Yep, purchase. Apple TV. That's actually getting, it's getting better and better again. The writing is great. The, the storyline is... Is great. 
um, just the whole thing about thinking about like how how would you how would you do that? And they seem to make it real enough that it's believable. Like you said, we've you know we've got the whole salty scene kind of thing. Yeah, there's there's no salty scenes in here. They oh. try to keep it real to what it would be like if everybody was blind except for a couple people. Blah blah blah. Um, so the Rings of Power. I started that one. That I think is I've the, seen the the ad for that, but I obviously never watched it. But so that's Prime, right. Amazon Prime, and that's the prequel to The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, right. and, and all that's that why I'll never watch it because that's not my genre. Right. Um, that's done really well. Somebody has put. I mean, that's as that's. They've done that with the special effects and the characters and the storyline and everything. I mean, you wouldn't know uh, the TV show from the movie. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they've sunk a ton of money into that. And it was good so far. Liked it. Um, if you like that kind of thing. And then I guess my favorite show right now is also Apple TV, and that's For All Mankind. For All Mankind is the plot is if the space race never would have stopped. If once we got to the moon, then the Russians got to the moon, then the Chinese are trying to, you know what I mean? And then now, you know, the Americans got to put a bigger base on the moon. The thing I like about it is it's, it's not, obviously we don't have those things right now, but the way that they do it, it's not sci-fi in the, or it's not sci-fi fantasy. They don't, it's, it looks like you're like, yeah, that's what it would look like if we actually did it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. They don't. So, and they try to go in real time and try to use, like I've said before, they use little snippets out of the news and things like this. And, uh, I guess the only thing they would do is like Walter Cronkite, you know what I mean? They would kind of do the lip thing. And so it makes it look like he's talking about. They did that with the, on ESPN, uh, films, the 30 for 30 Al Davis versus the NFL. Yeah. And they had, uh. What you're talking about, it looked like Pete Rozelle and Al Davis saying it, but it was like, this is what would have happened. Yeah. It's, it, it's almost, thi- it almost looked freaky the way and they did it. And now that I'm thinking about it, they were doing Dave, or, um, Johnny Carson. So this is during the time when right. Johnny was still doing his show. And, you know, he had an interview with somebody on the, the Lunar Space Station. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so, now that I'm talking, that's another. And I didn't even, I didn't even think anything of it. I just was watching it, and it looked real. And, um, you know, so the technology, as far as that is concerned, is a little bit. I mean, they can do it, but those things didn't happen. But as far as like the technology at the time and what would have been developed, is it's spot on. So it's very, very believable. Right. Yeah, and so I, I like that. And, and now, is that like a weekly, or is that just like a little three part series? Or that's is that, is they're that... into there's three seasons into it, and I'm in three quarters of the way through season two. Oh, okay, and there, so there's another season. There's a whole okay. other season. I gotta. I gotcha. And I, you know, I think the the next where they're going with this is they're gonna just like we are now. We're gonna try to establish some kind of a base on the moon because that's the only way we can plausibly get to mars so if you launch a rocket full of fuel from the moon it's a lot easier to get to mars and back because you're not burning up so much fuel trying to get out of earth's atmosphere there you go there you go kids there's your science lesson for today right well and hopefully they don't ask me to be on that either of those flights from here to the moon or from the moon to mars because i'm out 
<laughs> no answer. I'm going to just say. Are you this. sure? Yeah, I'm going to just say I've got an artificial knee. That might not work. Um, and you mentioned it earlier. So hey, special shout out 9/11, 21 years ago today. Yeah. Um, and I remember, you know, I've said I watched the videos crying. You know, you, you, I'm not going to rehash the events because everybody remembers where they were. Like my mom always would say, she remembered where she was when JFK was shot. I don't because I wasn't born yet. Right. <laughs> so, um, but I, I remember, and I, I know I've told it on the pod before, and not that we haven't re- repeated anything on this pod before, but I won't repeat it again. Cause I, but I distinctly remember where I was and what was going down when 9-11 happened. Oh, sure. I'm going to shift it a little dark here because, number, no. one, number one, people respond to tragedy differently. They grieve differently, this, that, and the other thing. And number two, social media is just in my for my money. Social media is just fun. Where like you vent, like I'll I'll put a post. The you know, this isn't sports topic, but today I posted um, three and out for the hashtag Bears on first drive of the season. I have a feeling those will be words you hear a lot this year. You know, right. is it a profound tweet? Absolutely not. It's I view Twitter as a way of me. To not fucking smash something, right? So an I, outlet. I, yeah, again, yeah. I just put it on there. If, if if I get one like, I get one like. If I get no likes, I get no like. But I fucking felt better when I hit tweet. <laughs> and somebody put on there, what's the difference between cows and nine eleven? Um, um moo, moo. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can't milk a cow for twenty one years. Oh Jesus! And you should have saw the fucking hate this person oh, got on that, God. and I fucking laughed. I'm like, that okay? That's funny. To me, that is funny. It, it, you, that's just a, a release. The guy didn't, you know, he didn't post on there. I'm glad those two thousand plus people died. <laughs> I wish I would have done it. I would have flew on that plane if they had asked me. He didn't nothing like that. Just had a picture of a cow. What's the difference between? Uh, a cow in 9-11, you can't milk a cow for 21 years. To me, that's fucking... It's abrasive humor, but it's fucking funny. It's it's abrasive humor, but there were enough people that were emotional about... Well, and the, obviously, the people that lost family members. I mean, if this guy makes it to 2023, I won't be shocked. Or I will be sh- Nah, I guess if, how do I word that? I I guess I would say if he doesn't make it to 2023, I won't be shocked. You think somebody will kill him over a tweet? Something like that? I don't, you know, I'm just saying. Then then I'm probably going to go down with him then because to me, I thought that was funny. But you didn't didn't put it out there for the public to see. I was pretty shocked by it. I didn't. My first reaction wasn't to laugh. Um, really? Oh hell no! Oh fuck that was to me. That's hilarious. Just like the Halloween costume after the Boston Marathon, where those two people went as, or no, who was the one that got fired? Was it? It was either right after nine eleven, and she went as like a, a collapsed building, or right after the Boston Marathon bombings, where she went as a runner with you know scars and everything she actually got fired from her job that is what a halloween costume is supposed to do but it's not supposed to i mean a halloween costume celebrates <clears throat> something doesn't it no no 
Not my, not my Halloween costume is to draw, a t- just like a tattoo. If you get a tattoo and you catch me staring at you, don't be fucking offended that I'm staring at your tattoo. You fucking have a tattoo. If, if you don't want anybody to see it, put it in wrap, you know, put it underneath something. If, you know, if I'm staring at your tattoo of a, a swan fucking a goat, I'm kind of going to look at that and like, hmm. Yeah. Why? God, I wonder what that means to him, a swan fucking a goat. And then, but don't so question a, me why I'm looking at it. A Halloween you know. costume, you're saying is? Yeah, I went on the boogie bus. I went as. Yeah. Um, but this I, is, I you guess, know what? and this was not even fucking planned. But this is actually going to end up being one of the greatest fucking segues of all time. And too bad we're not on YouTube because it would be fucking priceless. Yeah. But and this was not planned, listeners. I swear. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. we'll finish this topic. But yeah, Halloween costume. Like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, but it made it it makes it personal it makes it personal to somebody's loss. I guess that's why it's Oh well sure. Now I don't think this person was at like at somebody's memorial of the Boston Marathon and went and said, Hey, oh, your son or daughter no, was no, running no, no, no. three forty seven. Yeah, I knew that. That's why I wore three forty seven. <laughs> yeah, no. That's wrong. I, I'll give you that. That is wrong. Okay. Yo. Know, yeah. So, but. Right. And, and hey, everybody, to every, humor's different to everybody. Well, but sure. I mean, because, you know, so, you know, the, you know, the person that's uh, dressed as a clergyman. Yeah, for Halloween, you, you mean? Know, you know, and then has a, you know, a little boy dummy attached to his hip. Isn't gonna get get the grief that that person that said the joke about the nine eleven and the cow. Eh, no, not as much. But I mean, if you've got a but then that's clearly poking fun at somebody. I know, but you poke fun. I mean, that's your. Oh, no, I'm not offended by that. I know you're not. I know you're not. But somebody that's a diehard every Sunday Catholic, which I'm not. Right. Well, then don't. But then don't participate in Halloween if you're going to be offended by costumes. Is my assumption. No, but I'm just saying, like you made a specific example of the whole. The right. clergy, yes. yes, and so there's got to be some people that would just. Oh yeah, go some people say oh, that's wrong, but other people would like. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, wouldn't you agree? Well, yeah, mostly non-Catholics, <laughs> I imagine. Well, I'm a Catholic, and I didn't. I, didn't, yeah. I laughed over it. I know. I just said mostly. Mahomes has five touchdowns in Week One as the Arizona Cardinals are getting fucking schlocked. <laughs> uh, but anyway, how it's a yeah. great segue is uh, we have the boogie bus coming up on the 29th. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other thing, and somehow we got on a Facebook thread what we we're doing for Halloween costumes. And before we rate, just like honey, I posted on there. I was like, I know what I'm going. Dave and I, Dave and I are going on the Halloween bus as the world's most famous podcasters. And then comment here, comment there, comment there. Anyway, I wake up this morning, and on my door. No way. Is this. So, as tell the listeners. Oh, that's fantastic. So, it's a, it's a koozie with the logo on it. Very nice. And a t-shirt. Nice. So, we could... The first we, flights, football, and anything else. T-shirt. Yeah. And so, that was Jamie, loyal listener, Jamie Wendy. Thank you. Gave that, and the, the note on it that she put on the door says, the most famous podcasters that I know. So... That would actually be an excellent costume, and Liz already informed me that she's already have has a costume picked out, so that's well, a no go. But anyway, that that was my next. T- 
uh, that was going to, in my brain, I'm like, I, I think the, the wives are going to have right. a different right. idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, but I, I actually liked that. That would have been a great costume. But anyway. Oh, for sure. God, thank you, Jamie. Yeah, thanks, Jamie. So, anyway, we will go to the ranking of Just Like Honey from Microphone Brewing Company. One of the strangest tastings I've ever had in the 143 episodes of Flights Football and anything else. Agreed. Follow us on Twitter at EPODFFA. The New England Hazy IPA is fantastic. Yes. The honey adds an interesting, different taste that you don't get in many of the tastings that we do. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? And it's like, God, what? How can I rate this? Because part of me wants to go two seven five because the honey kind of kills it. Part of me wants to go three sixty because okay, that was interesting. It was a very good note. So. You know what? I think the only fair way to do like 275, 360 in the middle, give me 3.10 because I don't know how to rate it because I would accept 275 or 360. I'm not going to. I agree. I don't. I had no idea yeah. how to. There's a lot going on there. Um, yeah. Definitely different, but I'm not inclined to say bad. Correct. And there's a part of that when I'm taking a pull and I'm I'm trying to enjoy it and there's there's a good part of it and then there's a huh yeah what is that like I know what it is but do I like it or not I don't know I'm gonna go I, I since I agree with you I got to go into the same and I can't compare this to other IPAs because it's not really like other IPAs yeah I, I'll go three I'll go three zero. All right. Well, now our fine friends at On Tap with a mere 500 check-ins have it at 3.65. So they actually are the, because like I said, I won't argue with them because part of me says that's a 3.65 rating. Part of me said it's a 2.75 rating. So I'll, I'll, I'll respect those 500 people, but I'm going to go in the middle with a 3.10. All right, Dave. Well, on to the second tasting. What we have is something from the Brewing Project, P-R-O-G-E-K-T, must be some reason. J. Yeah, J-E-K-T, can't even remember my own writing. The Brewing Project, P-R-O-J-E-K-T, there's got to be something to that. Imperial Sour Ale with Milk, Sugar, Mango, Blackberry, Cream Cheese Powder, Graham Cracker Flavoring, and Vanilla. 6.6% zero IBUs. Um, you're going to go out of the glass that one Jeff Laporte Port. donated. Yep. Loyal listener Jeff Laporte. I'm going out of the Saddle Rock glass donated by Josh Wendy in his travels of the world. Almost pours like a Oozle Finch Mueller, Mueller, Mueller. And this is a this is a sour smoothie slash pastry. I kind of looked up that pastry. Like, how? Why do you term a beer a pastry? Yeah. Cheers! Good, all the flavoring and shit they yeah. put in there. Yeah. 
All right. That's delicious. That's actually dessert in a um, can. So that, and I was looking up, as I was looking up, you know, pastry, like what, what exactly does that mean? You know, what does the beer industry think? Now, so it goes back to the smoothie, smoothie slash pastry. They're literally, some of these that claim that they're smoothies, I don't think quite get the smoothie, the smoothie stamp. This gets a smoothie stamp because it tastes like a smoothie, and then there there isn't the the piney aftertaste, the kind of the alcohol. Right. Yes. And I mean that's what probably some people would enjoy, but if I'm drinking a smoothie out of a can, I I want to enjoy the smoothie part of it more than I want to enjoy the alcohol part of it. Yes, I don't. This could if if somebody had this. Now, after if I drank five of them, right, I might be acting differently. But like, if this was just placed in a glass, up at a local brunch bar, right, I would actually think I was just drinking some type of juice, right, exactly. So, very tasty though. And for those keeping score at home, the Brewing Project is a microbrewery in. Au Claire. Is it Au, E-A-U, Au Claire? I think it's Claire. Yeah. What is it, Grandpa Blackhawk? E-A-U, Au Claire, uh, Wisconsin. So if you're in the neighborhood, stop by. Tell me your friends at Flights Football and anything else. Said hello. All right. Second segment, sports. The granddaddy of Mall is back in action, so we're going to save that for last. Major League Baseball. When last we spoke, the Red Sox had ripped off five straight victories courtesy of playing the hapless Texas Rangers in the shit American League West. Well, the next day, they promptly (laughs) went to Tampa, lost three straight to the Rays, had a day off Thursday, mercifully. 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 You you hit it. You nailed it. And then traveled to Baltimore, got beat by the Orioles on Friday to lose four straight. And then yesterday... Took out a season's worth of frustration of their ineptitude against the American League East and bludgeoned the Orioles 17 to 4. Followed that up today by beating the Orioles 1 to nothing. So, a rare, rare American League East series win for the Red Sox. Uh, I, I think technically, mathematically, they're still alive for the third wild card, but. So you're saying yeah. there's a Mathematically, I still have a shot to star alongside Ron Jeremy and John Leslie and the three amigos. <laughs> but, you know, you know, I suppose it could happen, but I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I got to work right. on that title with the three amigos, so we'll, we'll have to. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, other than that, baseball, you know, playoffs ramp, getting ready to, you know, Start here right. in the next few weeks. One can so, only hope. Yeah. But there was news otherwise, and that was the rule changes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And we knew these were kind of... Yeah, these, yeah we, we knew I they were coming. we talked about yeah, them. We, we knew, knew they were coming, coming, and I invited at the Fishman 8 to sit here and plead his case why he gets such a boner over these changes, and he conveniently... You know, oh, I'm still in West Branch golfing because West Branch is an insurmountable driving distance to Saginaw. So, but yeah, so all you people who have other places to be are going to get your 30 second timer between hitters. Between pitches, there will be a 15 second timer with the bases empty and a 20 second timer with runners on base. 
at last check, the pitch timer had reduced the average time of game in the um, MILB, the minors, by about 26 minutes. So if that 26 fucking minutes is that fucking valuable to you, leave in the bottom of the eighth inning. 26 minutes. What, are you going to go home and rip one off one extra time before you go to bed? Come on. 26 minutes. Who cares? Then you're going to make all these stupid rule changes. And then, right. you know, the argument is, well, I don't want to see Wade Boggs stepping out of the batter's box and adjusting this and touching his dick and doing this and doing that. Well, Wade Boggs is one of the better yeah, one of the better. I'm going to stick with better. I don't. Need, I'm not going to make the case that he was the best hitter of all time. One of the best hitters in baseball. Right. He can step out when he's about to attempt to do what they say is the hardest thing in sports, which is hit a baseball. And if those 26 minutes are that valuable to you, you know what? Get, arrive late or leave early. Boom. I just saved you a bunch of time. Or better yet, don't fucking go at all. I just saved you three hours. Right, you can rub yourself raw, beat all one <laughs> strangle the you know, strangle the purple helmeted soldier, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. I just saved you a bunch of time, yeah. but yeah, twenty six minutes. Woo, that's what a savings that was. Stupid. It, it's a, or you know what? Better yet, if you're so, if they're so in demand about getting the game done, fucking put a timer on it. Oh, just hey, end it. yeah, just you just start the timer at two hours and 28 minutes and 17 seconds when it when it hits zero if it's two to nothing in the bottom of the second ball game hey timers up see ya. that's what they do in a uh, little league baseball for oh, yeah. not not well, not the yeah. real little league but like Swan Valley baseball and everything exactly. there's a time limit you know like yep. when when one team is still up to bat in the top of the first and it's right. you know so there's time limits. you just put a clock on it say hey you know what we're playing for two hours and 45 minutes is that good with everybody is that too long oh it's too long let's go two hours and 30 minutes is that too long hey let's go have a fucking coin flip is that if you know so whatever you want to do this is actually more of a fuck you segment but it fit with the sports yeah. but so but yeah so those 26 minutes that this fucking timer has saved, I've got, I don't know what the, the world's going to do with all that extra time on their hand. And then um, the, one that, the one part of the rule that I don't get is if a third pickoff attempt is made, the runner automatically advances <laughs> one base if what? the pickoff attempt is not successful. So, okay, on the third attempt, you could pick him off. And if he's out, he's out. He's out. But if he's safe, he goes the second. Why in the fuck would you attempt to try to th- the third time? Right. Your move ain't that good, Junior. Just hey, you, you've had your two throws yeah. over. That's a, again. That's well, a, I think I that's the intent of the rule. It's, right is for pitchers not to like. Okay, you you tried it twice. It ain't gonna happen. Let's go. Let's play. The Giants just took ahead. Took the lead on the Titans, twenty-one twenty, and that'll knock six more people out of my survivor pool. Come on, Giants. Um. And then the bigger bases, allegedly, it'll lead to more stolen bases because they, they could get there quicker because the base is bigger. And allegedly, it reduces the injuries while running the bases. How many injuries, David, can you recall off the top of your head occur because the base wasn't big enough? Oh, um, I think the MLB monthly average is 2.74 injuries. Right, and I think I think that's totally a 
high number pulled out of your ass that was way <laughs> above what it actually is. Defensive right. shifts, I'm not as adamant against that one. Although I'm like, isn't that isn't that what competition is? Yeah. Hey, your strength isn't is that, A. Isn't that part of the chess game? Right, yeah, yeah. your strength is A. I'm going to program my team to stop your strength, which is A. If I stop your strength as, as right. A, right. isn't it your job to now come up with a B? Or do you just say, ah, oh, he's better than me. I change it. Yeah. And and you have to have two infielders on both sides of second base. And when the pitch I think when the pitch starts, you have to be in the infield and then you can back up, you know, once the pitch is thrown. Right. Okay. That one I'm not as opposed to as the pitch clock. Yeah. Um I can't wait to be sitting here recording the pod when the NFL goes to you can't have defensive shift changes prior right. to the ball snapping. Well, right, yeah, that, that <laughs> was, that's crazy. I'm going to have to have the AD ready Exactly. <laughs> you're going to exactly. stroke out. So, but, yeah, so those, and then there's a couple other rule changes, but those are the two big ones, and I'm worked up enough about it, so we're going to move on to football. College, top 25. Herein lies why there's no need for a top 25 other than – till halfway through the season. Right. Yeah. Or at least three, at least three weeks, but because again, this week seven top twenty-five teams bit the bullet. Three of those were against other tw- top twenty-five teams, so obviously one of those three we're going to lose. But um, and the biggest of which, number six, Texas A&M lost to Appalachian State seventeen fourteen. So, but I mean, App App State has had enough. Upsets, you can't right. be you can't be surprised. That's not a no, not not as big as I think the Notre Dame one. Oh no, yeah, the Notre Dame one is far bigger. It loses to Marshall at number eight, but I'm How actually pissed because that happened. I was right and I was wrong last week when we talked when they battled Ohio State. I said I didn't think they would fall below Michigan, but they did because Michigan actually jumped them and went to five or whatever it was. But I was right because. Somebody said they would Michigan would leapfrog them. I said they wouldn't. I was wrong. But and then somebody else said they'll fall out of the top ten. And I was like, there's no fucking way they fall out of the top ten for that game they played at Ohio State. So I was right about that. Right. But now at number eight, losing to Marshall, they really should be out of the top twenty-five because this the coach is the uh, first ever Notre Dame coach to lose, to start his career zero and three at Notre Dame. Oi. That's almost unbelievable if you think about it. Yeah, that no coach in the history of that school's program has lost three. Oh, well, that's games. probably why they and have to the... start their career. Right. Yeah. I mean, they've there have been three game losing streaks, but right. But a coach hasn't started their career at Notre mm. Dame and lost the first three in a row. Yeah, and he took yeah. over. He took over the bowl game, lost the bowl game, then he lost the first two this year. Yeah. Um, my beloved Canes, they won. They number you know. They were down 7-3 to Southern Miss, ripped off 23 straight points. Yeah. Won the game 37. I don't think they covered, though. Michigan, second week in a row, bent me over the table, stuck it to me. You know, no lube, sandpaper finish. Uh, Week one, I took Colorado State, the points. Michigan covered. Week two, I took Michigan, laid the 51. They won by 46. Yeah. So... 
That was that was a tough spread to cover, though. I mean, from a standpoint of oh yeah, but Hawaii, fuck, they were just came over to get yeah, bamboozled. The yeah, yeah, so they they got the mo- the money to build a new uh, engineering lab. So, all right, and I, Michigan State had a cupcake. Yes, uh, beat Akron, Akron was it fifty six zip? Something along those lines, yeah. They beat the Zips fifty six to zip. Right? Are they still the Akron Zips? Or did yeah, they, they are. It? They okay. are. Yeah, and and I would have been. If Akron would have scored 14 points or something like that, even if it was late in the game, I, I would have been pissed. I would have I would have not. I think they needed something to a score, you know, anything goose egg. They had to get it, you know, over, you know, over 42 points, whatever, and shut them yeah. down for me to be happy with what they're doing. All right. So now, before we get to the granddaddy. Yeah. Not the Rose Bowl either. Any other sports that I know there was a UFC, but I don't know who won the main event. And I don't I don't no. think it was a main main event, but I don't Well, I just I just have to mention the the twenty twenty two rugby world series. The World Sevens. Yes. They call it the World Sevens. So they had men's and women's on today. So I know Pastor Julie, she was probably watching that. And they had uh, Premier Lacrosse on ABC. A little bit earlier today. Right. Not that it's worth mentioning, but I just I was kind of looking. I'm like NFL, NFL, rugby, and Premier Lacrosse, and I was wondering like how many people were actually. Well, who won the rugby deals? I don't know. I was too busy watching the NFL. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. On in the NFL. Week one. What did we learn? Now, listeners, if you recall. We've said, welcome to episode 143 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Mike, I'm Dave, blah, 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 blah. And I said I was stunned, bewildered, flummoxed, disbelief, and whatever other adjective I used. Why, Mike? The Chicago Bears beat the San Francisco 49ers 19-10. to 10. And if you watch the the first half of that game... If you did not know anything about football and did not see the score, you would have thought San Francisco was so far ahead of Chicago that they would probably just quit. But it was 7 nothing at the half, and the Bears probably played one of the worst halves of offensive football in NFL history. And that's not me being a Bear fan, being, being, too over, critical. being over too critical and overly dramatic. It's a fact. They they were fucking awful. And I would you know you know, week one I you know you know how hard I was on Nagy. I'm not uh Eberfloss, Everfloss, whatever I still haven't got his pronunciation down right, but I'm not gonna fucking shit I don't want the guy shit canned after one week. <laughs> at halftime. At halftime. Okay. You know, I right. mean, especially after when you have they yeah, win. There's no way you could fire him after win. But at halftime I'm thinking like I mean, they've got third and five from the 30, and they're handing it off. If Justin Fields is not ready to throw the ball downfield and stretch, fair enough. Justin Fields has no fucking talent around him on offense. The defense actually looks like it could be fun to watch. But anyway, if Justin Fields has no weapons around him to throw, or you don't trust him enough to do it, then you you have to put, you have to put somebody else in there. Right. Because third and five from your own 30 is not a running down in the NFL. And if your number one pick in year two 
can't even drop back to throw, then you either got to get rid of the number one, you either got to move another direction at quarterback or just forfeit your games or something because, like I said, that first half of football was absolutely horrible and somehow they were down seven to nothing. I mean, it, yeah. it felt like they were down 31 to nothing. My guess is, and I didn't see the game, but probably San Francisco just, uh, they got even sniffed the red zone and probably fell apart or did some really dumb things. No, the, the Bear defense actually. Oh, you're saying the, the Bear yeah, defense did their job. and The San Francisco defense killed themselves with penalties, and then the one, the, the Fields to Pettis 51-yard touchdown pass was Fields' athleticism running around on a busted play. Pettis was wide open, waltzed into the end zone, and that made it 10-7, to and then the, the, the Niners couldn't do anything the rest of the way. The second half, the Bears' offense was, if I say mediocre, I'm probably giving mediocre a bad name, but it was light years ahead of what it was in the first. The first sure. half was, an, and actually it, it rained before, the, it was a monsoon, before the game, first half was actually not raining, right. and then the middle of the fourth quarter, it just started pouring again, and puddles were forming on the field. So I, I don't think either team can use the conditions as an excuse. So, um, but yeah, so yeah. that first half of football was absolutely horrible, and yet they won the game by nine points. That's it, it was. I sat there and I watched it, and I'm like, I'm just scratching my head, like. There's, and no, the Bears aren't going to the playoffs. I mean, hey, I'm looking to beat the Lions twice. Yep. And for Fields to become better. That's what I'm looking for this year. If we, if right. I can get that, and the Bears are six and eleven, and there's some progress. All right, fine, fair enough. Yeah. I'd, if they make the playoffs, I'd be absolutely stunned. So, I watched the game like a fan, but there was no. Like when I'm watching the Red Sox game and somebody gives up a basic. I mean, the Red Sox actually have talent and should be ashamed they're this shitty. The Bears are shitty. I mean, it's <laughs> right. offensively. Right. The Bears, like I said, the Bears' defense could yeah. be fun to watch. That that Brisker from Penn State, yeah. fucking kid can play. Right. So, um, but on to oldest son's favorite team. Wow. who You never, ever know the long snapper. Until the long snapper can't long snap. And the Bengals, I don't know if you saw any of this no. game, the Bengals were horrible. Just like the Rams. I'll get to the Rams game in a second. Maybe a little Super Bowl hangover. Oh, this is Justin's favorite team. Yes, the Bengals. Okay, okay. okay. Um, the Bengals were horrible. You know, uh, Two of the first three plays were a pick six and an interception, and they were down, I think, 14-3 to three before you could even, you know, Fart. Yeah, fart and dry your seat off, whatever. Anyway, I wasn't watching much of that game. You know, they clawed their way, scratched, clawed, got in back in there. It's 20 to 14. Steelers, the Bengals burrow to chase for three yards with two seconds to go, makes it 20 to 20. The long snapper for Cincinnati got hurt earlier in the game, so they had to basically, like, hey, Hey, Dave, can you long snap? Uh, I did in high school. Okay, well, practice. So he comes out right. with two seconds to go. The Bengals for the win. It's a soft, high long snap. Holder goes up to get it. 
puts it down. Mm. But Minka Fitzpatrick crashes down, and it was yeah. so slow developing, was able to get enough of it to block it. 20-20, we're going to overtime. Right. Then, now I saw the overtime. Yeah, so. I watched the overtime. So now, here's the thing. So the Steelers get the ball, Bengals hold, the Bengals get the ball, they punt, Steelers get the ball. And I want to say for the win, Boswell clanks it off the left upright. Yep. Bengals get the ball back in excellent field position, drive down the field. And now here's where, where I said to the listeners, I have not heard it yet, Scout's Honor. And just like the, the closing the cry room, if I'm wrong, I, I admit it. I have not heard anybody say it yet. But here's where I think they fucked up. One, the first one was a major fuck-up. The second one... The first one was a major fuck-up on a player. The second one is a fuck-up by the coaching staff. So, the Bengals get the ball back after the missed 53-yard field goal. Drive down. It's fourth down. Manageable field goal. They have third and eight from, like, the 20 or whatever it was. They're going to kick on third down, which is the right move, especially now that you don't have your long snapper. Right. Anyway, horrible snap by NFL standards. I mean, you know, youth football, fifth grade, I mean, we would have loved that snap. NFL standards, it was a horrible snap. Huber goes way up top to get it. You know, the old uh, pet detective laces out. Laces, yeah. And he gets it down, can't spin it because it's so high, and McPherson kicks it. The the, The playoff hero last year just fucking shanked it to the left. And here's what I'm telling the listeners. Let me know if you hear it from anyone else. You kick on third down because if there's a bad snap, you fucking fall on it and have one more. Why didn't that fucking holder go up and get it and just fucking roll into the field yeah, position? Yeah, forgot. And give me another chance. Yep. Now, would he have made the next field goal? We don't know. But the only, I mean... It, he didn't get the laces out. McPherson couldn't get his normal run because he had to stretch so high. So when he stretches so high, you're kicking on third down because of the botch snap. You can get another shot. Right. Get it. Fall on it. Yeah. But he, they tried to execute it anyway. So the Steelers. And that's when Boswell clanked it, I think, because here's he, he here's clanked. mistake number yeah, two. Yeah. Mistake number two. The Bengals get the ball. They're moving. They get stopped. So now it's it's, an, it's inevitable. It's going to be a 20-20 tie. There's one. Of, there's a minute left on the play clock. A minute left in the game clock, and like 18 seconds on the play clock. 17:59, 16:58, 15:57, etc. etc. They they fucking snap the ball with like 12 seconds on the play clock. Let it run down. Take those. You take those eleven seconds off. The Steelers don't get in position to kick the game-winning fifty-three-yard field goal. Now again, twenty tying twenty-twenty is not great. It's just a smidge better than losing. When right. you get into tiebreakers yeah. and stuff, it could be advantageous to have a tie instead of a loss. But so the Bengals weren't going to win that game. But it's like, why? Why didn't you just take the play clock down? Now, that part I did hear the announcer say. I didn't hear any announcer say about why didn't he just fucking fall on that bad snap. That's why you kick on third down to give yourself a chance on fourth down under those yeah. conditions. But anyway, um, 
They didn't. So, and then, you know, because if, if you take those 11, 12 seconds away, the Steelers don't get in position to kick that 53 yard game winning field goal. Exactly. So, exactly. Fantasy wise, I did okay. I would have liked more points from the Chargers Raiders games. And I see you're decked out in what looks to, what appears to be new Lions apparel. And they lost. It's actually not new. Oh, it's not new. Okay. No, I'm a fan. All right. Now that they can almost win a game. <laughs> they did that all last year, though. I know. And at some point, but now, I did not watch that game. How much of it was the Eagles were already looking on to next week and how many of, how much of it was the Lions I think, it was a good game? Because at one time, wasn't it like 38-21 or something like that? It looked like the Eagles were just going to stay in control and the Eagles were going to do what the Eagles were going to do. They had a tough time keeping the Lions from scoring. Oh, I mean, yeah. obviously from the score. Right. But they also could do whatever they wanted to on offense, so to speak. So it wasn't until, I want to say, it was fourth beginning of the fourth quarter till the Lions had their first three and out defensively. And so at that point, it, you could see the look on the, on the Eagles' face like, oh, shit. These guys aren't going to give up. Damn. This might actually be a game. So, I, I don't know. I, I When they figure out some of the... It was probably three stupid mistakes that cost them the game. I mean, they lost by three, right? Right? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Uh, three or four. It was 38-35 and 38-34. Yeah. Um, and so, it wasn't like... The Eagles gave up in the last five, six minutes, ten minutes or whatever, put in some second string, and the Lions were able to score kind of that kind of a thing. The Eagles were actually making every effort they could to keep them from coming back and and winning that game. But it was a pick six. It was horrible. Just stupid decision by Goff. Then, like I said before, the Lions last year were the most successful NFL team at recovering onside kicks. And so I I like the – I like the strategy in the third quarter where they tried to do it. So if it failed, you know, and the Eagles end up scoring, there's lots of time to make up for that decision. And so they did. The Lions had to make up for that decision. Had that, at that point, had they kicked it, I I thought it was bad because their defense was making strides at, look like, at stopping Philadelphia. What's his name? Hurts. Hurts. Yeah, thank you. And so... I would have, you know, giving them the 50-yard line after you just score, eh, probably not the greatest decision ever. Now, as you know, if you go into your pocket and you have a coin there, you'll see there's a head, and then you flip it over, there's a tail. The other side of that coin is the best time an onside kick is going to work is when nobody's expecting it, or not oh, expecting it right. as much. So they're like, right. all right, they're not thinking we're going to try it here, we're going to try it here, try to catch them off guard because we've got the momentum going. From that standpoint, it was a good decision. And from the standpoint of do it early enough. Because, right. you know, a lot of times you do it at the end of the game. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, game done. Right. We're done. And so, um, if it do, you know, in this case, it, it didn't work, but they weren't done. Right. And they didn't play like they were done. So, um, yeah, I like what they got going on. I mean, I don't know. Like, you hear all the hype. You know, I'm, I'm basically wearing all the Lions stuff because am I And you said that stuff's old. That hat looks brand new. No, I mean, Max got it. I can't remember when, and he never wears it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and I wear this shirt probably three times a year. And the uh, shirt you're wearing underneath is apparently a large. 
Yeah. Why? Do I have it on yeah, backwards? You, no, you still have the L on it. Oh, really? The L sticker. Really? So that must be a new shirt. Where the hell's the L sticker? It is a new... Yeah, it is it, a new shirt. Here, a, as a matter of fact, I'll take this off. There you go. So Bob now, Shores Crystal. So now we both have brewery shirts All on. Right. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Get that damn thing off of there. There we go. All right. Oh, the other but thing. It, but, but so, yeah. So the Lions, I'm looking forward to it. I think they gave the fans, I think they gave everybody at Ford Field a good show. So they, they've they kept the dream alive of maybe potentially possibly winning half their games. <laughs> the bar, yeah, that, the bar's, that, that, the bar's uh, not, hey, we got to start well, somewhere wait, from last year. I, and I guess in a 17-game schedule, I could say that's actually impossible because they're not going to win half their games. But um, I see what you're saying. Mm. I'm going to hold you to that, by the way. Yeah. There's no way they can win half their games. They can. There, there's 17 games. Oh. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I understand the math. Yeah. So. Gotcha. I was going to say, you can hold me to it all you want, because I know they're not going to win <laughs> half their games. They can win more than half or less than half, but they're not going to win gotcha, half their gotcha, games. Gotcha, 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 yeah. Um, on the, other, the only other game I wanted, just me throwing a little shade, Lions, way, Lions fans' ways. And, yeah, I'm not going to rule out the, the fucking Rams. The Rams have a lot of talent. You know, celebrating, they, they put the banners up, showed the rings, this, that, and the other thing. First game, Thursday night. Again, you know, they got a John Wonderly draw of the Buffalo Bills on opening night. All the Lions fans that were gaga about Stafford winning the Super Bowl. Stafford didn't win that fucking Super Bowl last year. Everybody else on the Rams did, and Stafford finally had pieces in place that could carry his ass because Stafford on Thursday night was Matt Stafford and was fucking terrible. Puke. But that said, the fucking Buffalo Bills look like they are a real deal. They defensively they're good. They were they were even without their best defensive player, um, the uh, D back. Uh, Nick texted me, and I, I'm not going to look it up right now, but he was out with a, some type of injury, so he wasn't even playing. But Allen is, I mean, he's just a different breed. Of, I mean, he's yeah. a different breed of quarterback, and they just smashed the Rams right in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Just punched them right in the teeth, and Stafford was Stafford. And the Rams carried Stafford to a Super Bowl title. Stafford did not carry the Rams to right. a Super Bowl title. And that was Matt Stafford at his finest Thursday night. So it's funny you bring up Allen because uh, <clears throat> I want to read this. I, I actually took a picture of it when I was reading through some stuff today. After high school, Josh Allen had zero scholarship offers. After JUCO, he sent this email to over 1,000 college coaches. He received one offer from Wyoming. The email read that he sent out to the, to the schools and the coaches, Hello, Coach. My name is Josh Allen, and I am a quarterback at Reedley Junior College out of California. I stand 6'5", 210, and I'm a full qualifier. I'm talk, I'm assuming grades and everything right. he qualifies. Um, and feel like I would be a great fit for your offensive scheme. Uh, please have a look at my huddle account. Thank you, Josh Allen. An only Wyoming bit out of it, eh? Yep. So that's a kind of a kind of the whole rags to riches kind of thing. The whole Tom Brady, yeah. you know, nobody, Kurt Warner, Kurt yeah. Warner, nobody ever picked me kind of a thing. And so you have a chip on your shoulder yeah. and something to prove. I didn't see that. That's interesting. That, yeah, that, yeah. Cause he's the real deal. I mean, he's, and he's, he's not the Lamar Jackson, uh, Trey Lance type 
running quarterback. No. I mean, right. he's yeah. like almost a fullback who's faster and stronger and runs and still can throw the ball. But right. yeah, so so yeah, the Rams probably got a tough draw on opening day, so I'm certainly not writing the Rams off. There's a lot there's a ton of talent. And I'm not saying Matt Stafford isn't any good. Matt Stafford is as good as his parts. Matt Stafford isn't like a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers who's gonna make his people better. He needs good people so Around he can succeed. Him, yeah. Whereas didn't look really good for Aaron Rodgers today because Aaron Rodgers has nobody around him and they got fucking drubbed by the Vikings. But yeah, anyway, that's all right. He'll just make more uh, State Farm commercials. Yes. All right. I think it's time to rate Chomp Chomp. It Maybe. is. I'm going first. Yep. Whoop 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 whoop. I am going four point. Uh, how how far above four do I go? As far as the smoothies, I'm going 4.25. Wow. Because if I'm if I'm cracking a mango blackberry cheesecake smoothie, you know, beer, I want it to I mean it's sour. obviously that it's sour. Obviously the emphasis is on the 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 smoothie. Do you know what I mean? Right. With all the fruit and the cheesecake and the lactose and the graham cracker powder or whatever the hell else they put in this thing. And this delivered. This did exactly what they said it would do. As opposed to sometimes on the smoothies, on the pull, you know, you get the fruit, you get the the mouthfeel, the, you know, the foot like a smoothie. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, and so there was no on this yep. one. All right. Well. This isn't why I kept it out of the four range because, as you know, I'm not a huge mango. Did you get much mango? I tasted no. blue. I tasted blueberry cheesecake is what I tasted. That's what I yeah, ch- the, tasted was the blueberry cheesecake. Yeah, the blackberry, blackberry, blueberry, black, yeah, blackberry. Yeah, blackberry. That's the same berry. Whatever, it's a berry. But I didn't get much mango, which is a good thing. But I have it at three point eight eight. I really liked it a lot. Um, I didn't think it was four worthy. Not going to argue your rating because it was a very tasty sour. Our fine friends at On Tap, 34 more check-ins in our first selection at 534. Wow. Came in almost just a, almost in the middle of it. They 4.19. So you're 425. Right. Our 534 friends at On Tap, 419. And me at 388. Mike, we have to take a time out and talk about the Maple Grill Restaurant and Microbrewery. The Maple Grill is a farm-to-table restaurant serving a rotating menu of local fare prepared over a wood-fired grill by Chef Josh Shading and his team. Brewmaster Len Shading is always busy creating some amazing craft brews, ciders, and seltzers. Grandma Stout is my favorite, and I know, Mike, the Dirty Duck IPA is yours. Check out their website at www dot the maple grill g-r-i-l-l-e dot net and see what's on the food and beverage menus for that day or week they do not take reservations to dine in and carry out is preferred using the carry out order link on their website regular business hours are tuesday through saturday 11 a.m to 8 p.m closed on sundays and mondays the maple grill is located at 13105 gratiot road in hemlock from delicious burgers, chicken, fish, and steak dinners to pizzas and craft beverages. 
The Maple Grill is a farm-to-table, wood-fired dining experience. Yeah, Mike, I wanted, to, I wanted to go back to that point where I took off the Lion stuff, and I've got my Five Shores uh, Brewery, or Five Shores Brewing is the technical name, uh, in Crystal Lake or the Beulah, Michigan area. Um, I was... I liked it. Uh, we had a uh, we had a flight, and I appreciate the breweries that, you know, when they have the description, and I have a sheet here, I've kind of got their menu, as it were, their tap list, and whatever they've got written down, it's as advertised. Do you know what I mean? Right. I, I like that. I appreciate that, because there's been a couple times when, you know, I've, I'm like, Ooh, wow, this is not what they had said it was supposed to taste like but um yeah if you guys if anybody gets a chance if you're in the crystal lake area go to five shores tell us what you think see if it's good, as good as i think it is what was your flight that you got all right so we got the local legend which is a american lager uh 5.3 percent 10 ibus we got the all five which was the uh american ipa at 6.1 percent solid i mean they just it's a it's the all five very solid American IPA, uh, the Hayes Road, which is a New England IPA at seven point eight percent, pretty light, um, decent IPA uh, from start to finish, um, and then the Total Tilt, which was a rye IPA. I've never, I don't think I've had a rye IPA. I'm not sure. Uh, eight point four percent. The notes I have down here are great notes. Uh, the mango and citrus give a full mouth. Yeah, give them full mouthfeel with a, uh, with a, I can't read my own writing. Damn it. Um, I do that all the time. I hate when that happens. Yeah, going on for the West Coast fan. Oh, there's a lot going on for the West Coast fan. So it's kind of more of a West Coast IPA. Um, and then uh, Ancestors Wildest Dreams. Uh, flavors, exclamation point, is what I've got written down. Um Another one with great notes, uh, 10.5 percenter, um, puts you under the table for sure. So, um, yeah. Now, when you were in there, did, is there any references to Jason or Friday the 13th, or does anybody make any jokes like that because it's in Crystal Lake? No. Friday the the 13th is Camp Crystal Lake. No, I'm wondering if around Halloween, though, they kind of like play it. They go off of that and do something to that effect. And Sunday Night Football, Tampa Bay at Dallas is about to start. And Tom Brady is going to become the oldest. And to add to his many, many records, he is going to become the oldest starting quarterback in NFL history at... 40. It was 46 years, 30 days. It might have been 38. My vision's bad because te- this isn't the big screen TV. So right. it was either 30 or 38 days. But um, all right, well, hopefully our next tasting, Dave, can match up to the old Five Shores folks at Crystal Lake. And we have Tour Bus, a double dry hopped hazy IB, high, blah, 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 IPA, citrus, citra, and mosaic hops from Distill. Brewing. Now, both of us saw this and we're like, I think we've had that before. We looked it up. We have not had the tour bus and the skull with the bandana and the beard and mustache must be the Steel's version of the Voodoo Ranger. Like skeleton, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, because I looked through all, although there are a couple of sheets that 
due to circumstances beyond my control, I did not write down. I'm probably missing maybe 10 tastings of the 143. Episodes. I know we've had a distill. Yeah, yes, we have. I found one in there, but it was yeah. not Tour Bus. No, no, no. I, I don't think we've had Tour Bus. And um, 7.4, so it's ABV oh. is a high of the night, and 20 IBUs, 25 IBUs, which is the first of the three, the only of the three that have had any IBUs. So this is the Deadhead series, and that's why there's the skeleton face with the beard, kind of the Jerry Garcia of the Deadheads. And apparently it won gold in 2021. Yeah. So this fucking better be good if it won a gold. Right. Because if it didn't win a gold, if it won a gold and we don't like it, how are we going to be testers at the Maple Grill on October 1st? I don't know. But you know what? I think they saw talent where there was talent, and they said, hey, we need you guys to come to this little beer-tasting festival that we're going to have at the Maple Grill on October 1st, and we had to oblige. Oh, absolutely. And smell that. That on the, the, the floral arrangement of that on the nose is the perfect IPA. Don't know how it tastes yet. Right. As we're both about I to would agree. tap the not-a-big-deal glass, but that is the perfect IPA smell. For sure. Cheers. Cheers. Now, after one taste, we, we are we do have a pint to go through. After one taste, I can see where a gold was given to this. Because this is... I actually still have a little bit of chomp chomp left over. I can tell. And so it's going to take a couple... It's going to take about... I don't know, another two or three pulls of this to kind of get that out of my system, I think. That's what she said. <laughs> Before, it would, you know, a rare third segment where we have nothing planned. A couple side notes that I've actually had written. I don't know about you, Mike, phone, but I've got stuff planned. On my phone for the last few episodes, and I always forget to check my notes on my phone. So since we didn't, I didn't have a lot planned for segment three. Odds and meaningless facts, really, but I okay. thought were interesting. Sure. Did uh, another guy glue his penis no, shut? To, no, they're not that interesting, but just <laughs> okay. they're sports-related, so they should have belonged in segment two, but right. I didn't even remember until I was thinking about stuff to talk in this segment. The Oklahoma State punter, Tommy Hutton. Well, I called him Tommy. His name's Tom. Tom Hutton, 32 years old. What? Oklahoma State starting punters, 32 Shut years up. old. From Australia. They got to be call, calling him Grandpa or something. Yeah, that, you know, and he better get fucking loaned. He, if he's not on full ride, he better get some of that uh, forgiven because he's not going to have time to pay that fucker back right. at 32 years <laughs> at 32. old. Rafael, Rafael Nadal lost to an American in a Grand Slam for the first time since 2006 and it snapped a 22-set Grand Slam winning streak. Oh. I want to say that was, um, that must have happened Monday, because I have it as my notes for episode 143, which is what we're on, and it would, if it happened Sunday, we'd have still been in 142. So right. that just happened, and uh, the men's final was today, and I didn't recognize either names that won, the, won it. And then... Yeah. Um, just today, and the Bears somehow overcame this, it was the first time since 1991, or 31 years, 
longer than my marriage. I wasn't even married the last time this happened. The Bears played a half without a wide receiver or a tight end having a catch. <laughs> uh, Fields had like 42 yards passing in the first half, and they were yeah. to, uh, they were to the running backs. Right. So yeah. anyway, so now I can finally delete this note on my phone that I've had for the pod that I keep forgetting to check. And the only reason I thought of that is because our uh, fine friends at Spilling the Nachos, which, by the way, I'm doing a, uh, I think I'm off to a horrible start in the Pick'em contest, that I'm defending my title that I mentioned last week on the pod. They came out with, uh, fuck, what is it, guys? Is it 66? Yeah, 66. Best case ever. Best case ever? Best cake ever. Episode 66 dropped today. Have not listened to it yet. I'm kind of behind on my podcast. Speaking of podcasts, you know how I used to be a loyal spittin' uh, spit, chicklets spittin podcast? Chicklets, yeah, yeah. Which we're drinking out of the Not a Big Deal glass, which is my, still my favorite pint glass. No offense, Jamie. But gave up on the, the podcast. Just they, they Some of the things that, that the rear admiral said, and maybe it was just pure jealousy on my part because he's no different than you and I, but he's making it big time and we have four listeners. <laughs> Whatever the case, and then plus they, plus four, they yeah. plus they ripped Dasani, so fuck them. I got rid of them. The Jesselneck Rosenthal Vanity Project (JRVP) Junior Vice President is in danger of oh, being on oh, my playlist. Really? It's just and who would in have, danger who, of being off your playlist? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who would have thunk that Erica Tamposi was <laughs> what made that show good? Yeah. But ever since she's left to take a job in some form of the media or social yeah. media or whatever with the Rams, right? And and actually, it co- that move coincided with Anthony and Greg also doing YouTube. Yeah, and I it's just there's something missing. I can't place it. Well, I hated it? Eric and Tampo. Well, he was it? on the pot. Yeah, because like the previous like three or four minutes that you've been talking, I haven't been paying attention because. The sideline reporter, the sideline, what? Do you, not reporter. You don't call it a sideline reporter, but the sideline announcer. No, not announcer. What the hell would you call that analyst. person? Analyst. I think uh, she's still wearing. The she's reporter. wearing a leather tank top. Okay. What the hell? And that's why the Anthony Justin like Rosenthal brought. That, no, that's, I that's just you were talking about this good? person. You were talking about this person that left the podcast, and you know now it's not the same as it used to be. And I was staring at the TV in this blonde woman with. I I glanced over and she didn't even. I didn't even take a second look at her. Oh, okay. And the pig that I am, I know usually noticed that, and she. I glossed over her like she was Holly's row or whatever that. that Okay, Cancer whatever. survivor pity <laughs> oh reporter my God. is. Yeah, no. Holly Rowe, yeah. She's. What? No. She, no, no. That wasn't Holly Rowe on today, but the right. Holly Rowe is a, a pity reporter. That's all there is to it. Because she's got definitely got a face for radio. But they got they fucking plaster her on TV all the time. Yeah. It's a feel good maybe, story. Maybe her whatever. knowledge base is no, really it's not, deep. Because she's not even fucking that good. All right. So, um, anyway. Okay, getting back to your podcast. Oh, yeah, so the, so the boys that spill the nachos, episode 66, best cake ever, is out. I will listen. Unfortunately, I like to play I on words, able, by the way, guys. I won't be able to uh, listen walking Ruby on my typical Monday walk because I take her in to get her teeth cleaned. 
Uh. And I'm putting the kibosh down if they say there's an extraction needed. Never had a dog that needed extractions. Three years ago, they took two of her teeth out because they were, if we were on YouTube, you'd see air quotes here. The air quotes infected. Never, ever had a fucking dog that had infected teeth. I'm not letting... <laughs> With all the trouble we run into on the rail trail, I'm not having any more teeth removed because she's got to be able to defend herself. Right. So where, where do you take her again? Drashit Animal Hospital. Okay. So how much is the teeth cleaning there? Do you know? Uh, if I remember correctly, the teeth the teeth cleaning was two-ish. Okay, because they got to put, put her out. Yeah, there was a little more that, with for the uh, extraction. And I'm going to tell them no. Yeah. And if they say your dog's going to die, I'll say, well, so did Queen Elizabeth. I don't want any extractions because <laughs> I'm not fucking paying because I, I think it, I think it's the old Seinfeld line where Jerry, well, of course he's, they're screwing. If it's not putty, they're screwing you. Yeah. Uh, the old Johnson rod. You know, it's like the dog doesn't need a fucking The dog's yeah. got to, it's like declawing a cat that's yeah. outside. You can't yeah. declaw a cat if it's no. out in the, there, the there, outside. There is one of their veterinarians that, works there that would and i i actually think she thinks it's for the betterment of the animal i i believe that and sure it, maybe it is ultimately in the end maybe there's some additional teeth cleaning that i need who right. knows but i'm not gonna freaking get it done well the teeth cleaning because, i might i'll go along with because i see some of their teeth it's like well, hey, whatever hey, hey you should brush if, yeah. she, if ruby was a person i'd say fucking go brush your teeth right bitch. right right and i'd literally call her a bitch because that's what she she's is. a female dog right <laughs> um no but i mean there there's some procedures that you know they suggested have done and i'm like what <laughs> right <It's> like, yeah <laughs> so it, no and that's this dog gonna... is blown you know our like duke has blown both of his acls which on a dog is an lcl apparently um you know i'm like no he's 12 years old right, ruby's I'm not the, spending a thousand dollars Ruby's not that yeah. old, and and he's I'm not just, a Hollywood star either. So no, we're not doing. And that. that's what I just. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to. I'm going to go in there with the dog and say I don't want any extraction, sir. Well, if we they find something that's dangerous, to the dog, I, then let the dog die. Let her let her die on the table, and then I'll give you an extra fifty dollars to dispose of her, because I you know, I know Ruby's not a listener, so she <laughs> won't hear me talking so crass about her. But that's that's the bottom line. I, I'm not fucking because again. You, you remove all the dog's teeth. What has she got to defend herself? Well, because we're would, approached by a lot of fucking meatheads out there. It would be exactly like in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the claymation story, yep. right? With the abominable, and they took out all mm -hmm. of his teeth, right? Yep. Yeah. Then he was nothing. Yeah. He was, yeah all, he, all he had to do was put the star on the yep. tree. That's it. So, but yeah, so we're, I'm dropping her off, and then... Uh, uh, Grandpa Blackhawk will be happy to know I can officially, in his eyes, after I drop Ruby off, I can officially claim that I'm 55. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, that's a that's a whatever. That's that's a you guys thing. Yeah, that's a, whatever. But um, well, you're halfway to 60. Yes. Yeah. Wow. How do you feel about that? I you know not any I'm, different I'm gonna, than you did out, ten seconds ago. I'm out living Queen Elizabeth, so I've still got, I still got at least forty one years left. Yeah, okay. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna work the Queen Queen Elizabeth thing, okay? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. gonna live longer than Queen Elizabeth, and I want the kudos and accolades that go went with her. Yeah. Well, you you, you might not live long enough longer than she reigned. 
as queen. Right, that could yeah. be. But I, I just told you I was living longer than her. So. Mm. Gotcha. But see, now here's one thing about it. Yeah. And you, you could probably say anything you want because I don't know. Rumpelstiltskin. She, uh, the greatest she is. Yeah. She's the greatest. Oh, shocking, tragic. It's, Died at 96, yeah. reigned for 71 years. Right. Name what? Give me one thing that she did. <laughs> yeah, you know I meant to look that up, Mike. No, it actually it literally just came to me. It's like she's okay. She's so great. Oh, oh, well, oh, that's so shame that she died. Oh, she was such a great leader for seventy-one years. Whatever, whatever. You yeah, know, this is kind of a continuation of segment one. And real quick, and I'm not being a smartass, but I am kind of being a smartass, but not totally being a smartass. It's like, what has she done? Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, she, I, clearly she must have done something in seventy-one years. Oh, I'm, I, I mean, I, I know, I, mean, she, I know she did. I, I the article. I uh, mean, like, what war did she end or start or play a role in right. swaying one way or the other? And what what mind-blowing decision or ruling did she have? And if, if now I'm not saying nobody can think of one. You, you and I are just two yeah. guys that really don't follow. Right. And like you British. just said, she probably did something in seventy. Well, God, some you years. would hope so, right? Or that would be the most. Uh, but that's that's up to us and our listeners to go and read and find out. Like, what did she? I mean, she married a cousin. <laughs> okay. So that's one thing she did, which you know, hey, I mean, I get you. Know, I guess that's. I don't know if that's worthy of keeping the crown for seventy-one years, but she did marry a cousin. I don't think it was a first cousin, but it was, they, they were cousins, so. She, so that's the one thing I know. I know she didn't have a passport. So neither one of those things really equate to 71 years of rain. Not super positive, no. <laughs> no. But um, that's the second player I've seen today that had something on the neck that it actually looks like a Band-Aid around the neck that looks like he tried to slit his throat. <laughs> yeah, but we digress. So so here's my thing. Let, right. We're on the Queen yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, go ahead. Right? So... Uh, the Premier Soccer League, right? Sure. They suspended play this last weekend in respect of... I <laughs> yeah. saw that, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got the eye roll from you, so I know where you're... So, it was the owners that I'm assuming, or the leaders of the league, owners and leaders of the league, that got together and said, you know, to pay our proper respects, she, she was the monarchy of mm-hmm. the UK for 70 years. You know, we probably shouldn't play over the weekend. Now they will play during the week if right. there's if there's weekdays if uh, this this following week. Now <clears throat> her coffin is going to go around it's in Scotland right now and I can't remember the exact towns. I don't know if I have notes or anything like that. Uh yeah, maybe I guess I do. No, I don't. So her coffin until September 19th will make its way around the UK so everybody can pay their respects. Now there is a group, I think it's the uh, Premier Football Play uh, Fans Association, I think it's called, or something, the support, Supporters Association, that said, come on, this is bullshit. Why can't we get together, play the games, and we will... That would be a great opportunity for all of us, the fans, the players, to show our support for the Queen you know, at these venues. You know, during games, a moment of silence, some cheering, some whatever we got to do. Do you know what I mean? Right. And that would, you know, on a, because it's televised, 
probably around the world, these Premier League games, that would be a great show of support around the world of the respect for Queen Elizabeth and what, you know, the 70 years of in the monarchy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you, I mean, I know what you're going to think. But well, I'm actually going to be more vanilla than you think I'm going to be because the political side of it and all the money that's tied into the Premier League, I see why they suspended it. Just like a 9-11, I mean, why should there have been no baseball between Colorado and Arizona when okay. 9-11 happened? They did nothing, nothing, no planes landed and struck buildings in either one of those cities or states. But, you know, they like, hey, you know, it's kind of like, you know, tribute plus the air travel, yada, yada, yada. They said, okay, no plane. When 9-11 happened, that's why I knew the NFL wasn't playing that weekend, and I was pissed because I wanted to see the NFL because I think sports gets you away from your day-to-day grind and just like movies do as well. It's an escape right. to some degree. Now, right. for those people, they bring a good point, but that's all bullshit on their part because they wanted to see soccer. They wanted to see the soccer play, which is great, you know, because they they're fans. Just like I just admitted on 9-11, I wanted to see football. You know, I didn't, you know, I wanted the three hours of yelling at the Bears for sucking or in 2001, I don't know if they were any good or not. I'd have to look back, and, you know, or cheering like, yeah, let's go Bears, woo, yeah, and, and escaping that, Jesus, man, I can't believe fucking two planes flew into buildings in, in a field and killed, and the Thousands. Pentagon, and the Pentagon, and killed... You know, yeah, like he was a thousand. I think it was twenty two hundred at the World Trade Center, and then how many ever at the field? And yeah, I think it was five, a little over five thousand total. Yeah, so whatever. And but I think from a business standpoint, it's the right thing to do. And this group, I see their point. That would make a good you, like you rally around, you 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 celebrate, you cheer, you hey, you know, long live the Queen, yay, woo, and then you serve your sport, but. Who's kidding who? Those people wanted to do that so they could see their fucking soccer. Yeah, sure, they'll wave their hand in the hand with their fucking pint of beer as they're fucking slamming and getting shit-faced drunk. Yeah, the queen, she rocks. Woo-hoo. Right. Married her cousin, no passport. She rocks. But they 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 were against it because they wanted to see some soccer. Right. Right. All right. Oh, Oh, now look it. We went a week without it, you know. So we went a week without it, but I had to bring it back. And before we get to that, yeah, I think NBC's version of announcing players is the best way to do it. They show the, hey, Mike Peters, Saginaw Valley State University, right. Dave Dawson, Michigan State University. You know, Key and Peel makes. Have you seen yeah. the Key? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, But and nobody else does it. So I wonder if NBC is somehow trademarked. Hey, this is the way we're. Introducing the sure. lineups. Yeah, yeah. Or if every other network says, ah, that's just dumb. I don't want to do that. Well, we don't want to be mocked by Key and Peel or Saturday yeah, Night Live so. or something like that. Maybe they say that. So I have to, I'm going to have to research that, see yeah. if NBC has trademarked that. Or, yeah. But I don't understand how you can trademark Tom Brady saying, Tom Brady, University of Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I how, how do you trademark that? I don't know. I mean. Don't know. All right. So I, ga- I, gave, you a, I gave you a reprieve last week. All right. Thank you, by the way. So. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And this you. one's very apropos. Mm-hmm. And I will fill that in as Chris Godwin runs for 20 some yards. All right. 
I was alone. I never knew what good love could do. Oh, then we touched. Then we sang about the loving things. Journey? That's the group. Uh, oh, wow. I got that right off the bat. Um, shit. Stone in Love? No. Shit. Um, that was just, I really wasn't thinking. I just, first Journey song off the top of my head. And, and please don't say, don't stop believing. <laughs> um, Stone in Love. Shoot. The reason I say it's apropos because it's actually the theme song for the current Applebee's commercials. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I. I wasn't that... alone. I never knew what good love could do. Oh, we touched, then we sang about the loving things. All, All right. right. All, All right. right. Oh, every night. Oh my God! Why can't I get the? <laughs> I've got the melody. I've got everything. Why, why can't I get the? And while this you, is a total brain fart yeah. because it's in the third segment and we're in the third tasting. And while you think about that, the one <sighs> thing that's also funny to me is the last line that that I read you was about the loving things, about the loving things. Okay, stop talking because I can't. And I say I used to think those lyrics were. Then we sang about a lot of things. Thanks. But it's yeah. about the love and things. things. So, I actually learned um, something new too. And right after that is the freaking chorus mm -hmm. with the name of the song in it. Mm -hmm. And I've got a brain block. Oh, oh my god, this makes me so mad. God, that's why I thought it was Stone in Love. Um, shit. And three. You're going to have to give it two, to me. One. Give it to me. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it. And that's that's the Applebee's. That's the, the Applebee's plays the chorus. I was alone. I never knew. Damn it. All right, I got one for you. All right. Here we go. Pressure's on to remain perfect. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> I think this is in your genre wheelhouse. I think. Corpses rotting through the night in blood-laced misery. Scorched earth, the policy. The reason for the siege. The pendulum, it shaves the blade. The strafing air blood raid. Hmm. Want me to read it again? Yeah. Corpses rotting through the night. In blood-laced misery, scorched earth the policy, the reason for the siege. The pendulum, it shaves the blade, the strafing air blood raid. Does not sound familiar. I may take my first defeat against you. You want me you, you want me to you want me to try the melody? I'm thinking Metallica, but I don't I can't mm, picture the song. Go a little earlier than that. Uh, maybe not a little, meh. Let's try the melody. Let me see if I can get it with, if you can. <laughs> okay. This is, okay. I'm going to try the melody. Corpses rotting through the night. The blood laced misery. Scorching earth and policy. The reason for the siege. 
the pendulum the pen- <laughs> I'm trying to get the uh, yeah. eh, the intense the pendulum it shaves the blade <laughs> I can't fucking do it and before Metallica eh maybe not okay so the album came out in 1990 1990 1990 right. okay well Metallica's around there but so this is this is Thrash metal. That's the genre. Yeah, so that's not Anthrax. In that genre. Um, yeah, I don't know that song. No, okay. Slayer. Yeah. No. No, I not a Slayer no. person. I, I don't. If you tell me the title, I might say okay. Yeah, I know that song, but War I Ensemble. I'm sure I've off heard of it. their seasons of a seasons yeah. uh, seasons right. in the abyss. And if you're not, if you don't listen to that, I've I've listened to some Slayer. So I mean, it, it was a legit test. I don't that yeah. I, that I failed. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you brought out like 1950s Lawrence Welk, and I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, I would never even have heard that song. Yeah. So I've heard some Slayer. So no, I, yeah, I can admit it. I didn't know that one. Yeah, but I, okay. So I had I, another one for you. Different genre though. All right, you want to try it? it? All right. So, <laughs> I miss the Earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space, on such a timeless flight. Another, another. That that one I've actually heard. I'm drawing a blank on it. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. In fact, it's cold as hell, and there's no one there's no one there to raise them if you did. That one, that's what I, this one I should be, the this Slayer is, one I have no, no. I'm, I have no This is fear. top 40. Yeah, um, yeah. This is top 40. And I know this one, but it's, like I said, it's typically not what I listen to, but I know this one and I should get it, so I'm ashamed of losing this one. The Slayer one is like, you know, I'm not, I'm not at familiar enough with Slayer to get right. upset about not getting it. See if you can get a metal, melody on this one. Um, Okay. <clears throat> I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space on such a timeless flight. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. In fact, it's cold as hell. And there's no one there to raise them if you did. That was horrible, by the I, way. It I was know, a horrible tone. It, yeah, I know. It was a horrible tone. I know what I know what it is, but, but I, I tried to get the yeah, inflections on yeah. the right words. And you did, and I, I know what it is. But this is something I would. I mean, it, Slayer. It, I at least it's listen, not in you know, your genre. Yeah, I'm telling Slayer you, Slayer. Right I now. listen to. I know this song, but I, but I don't listen to this music. So right. What was that? I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that's Alton John. <laughs> Rocket Man. Yeah, and yep. I if you would have gave a different version a verse in Rocket Man, I'd have got it. Well, that's why I gave yeah. that one yeah. because it was probably the hardest Fair one to yeah. get, you know, because the Mars throws people yeah. off. So I knew I knew that one, and I should have known that one. And I knew that though, one yeah. was not your genre, so I didn't know. But it was a top forty anyway. Yes. All right. So I took my first two defeats against you. So all right. What else we have, Dave? Closing up, wrapping up episode one forty three or. I'd like a Mount Rushmore for the listeners, but I, I just well they got to get on their horse and yeah. get on the last one. Yeah, the salty, There's salty scene, scenes. Yeah. You gotta you gotta think about what movie have you seen? One of your favorite movies where there's one scene where kind of like ah, you know, come on, 
Yeah, the only one that commented on that was Grandpa Blackhawk said, I'll listen to my ride uh, to St. John's or wherever he was going on Tuesday morning, which is normally Monday morning, but last Monday was Labor Day, so he didn't work. But yeah, and then other than that, I'm running out of um, Mount yeah. Rushmore's. Oh, we'll get another yeah. one. Oh, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll get, you know. But uh, Get people to step up on this one. Yeah, the only thing, you know, you started... I think you started the pod with youth football stuff, yeah. correct? Yep. Okay, so I'll end the pod, so to speak. I mean, you're going to end the pod. But going through my articles and, you know, trying to research and read this week about sports and whatnot, um, I came across one. Uh, it was proactive coaching by one Peyton Manning. Now, Peyton has never lost for words. But a lot of people ask him, why doesn't he go into actual broadcasting? You know, they've got, what? what's the Monday Night Football? they got the Paytons, or what's, yeah. what is that called? Do you remember? Manning versus Manning or, or something. Yeah. But it's, it's in, I like it. I'd almost rather yeah. watch the game listening to those guys, right? But he's been asked, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You know, like a lot of, you know, yes. former players that have seemingly that ability to, to get into the media, et cetera. Well, he's also been asked, you know, well, okay, well, if you're not going to do that, why don't you get into coaching? You seem to have a really good sense for the game and, you know, a good knowledge of the game, et cetera, et cetera. So he, he offered this. I'm the offensive coordinator on my son's sixth grade team, my, sixth grade fo- my son's sixth grade football team. We got beat in OT on Saturday. A couple of my players asked me why I ran the ball so much in the red zone. I think coaching in my future is also out because hearing that from a couple of sixth graders was tough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it, it is tough to coach because everybody, yeah. everybody's a critic. And, you know, if you're winning, nobody says anything. But if you, you know, you right. don't win, then it's like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? So, and particularly because he's freaking Peyton Manning. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they probably figure, well, you're, you're Peyton Manning. Why didn't you throw the ball all the time? But if he doesn't have people that can throw or well, catch, well, because he's and... not he's not under the center, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, he that's... would have to crouch down way too low. It's uh, yeah, yeah. So the coaching, of, yeah, the coaching of use use is difficult. Utes, utes. Yeah, did you say utes? <laughs> My cousin Vinny. So, yeah, you know, I always say the worst part about youth sports is the parents oh for sure so yeah no doubt no doubt all right are we ready to rate this i believe so let's rate uh the steel's tour bus all right favorite of the night from the first smell to the end of the pint didn't disappoint my rating steadily went up as the night went on and i give it a 4.03 okay I have to, what I had down, you know, as an IPA, as a hazy New England IPA or New England hazy, however you want to, it usually has New England before the hazy. I put it at a 4.0 when I compare it to other hazies. um, Yeah, it, it, it didn't have a, even some of the hazies I've had, they've had that little bit of, little tinge of, bitter beer face and so when i'm drinking a new england hazy i don't expect a bitter beer face 
and this did not have that. It had good citrusy flavors, so mm. I gave it a 4.0. All right, well, almost a perfect tasting then because 8.6 thousand check-ins. The fine folks at Untapped have Tour Bus rated at 4.09. So 4.0, 4.03, on the three tastings. So we were right in line. Nice. But anyway, Dave, so I looked down into the bottom of my glass. I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home. But you got to get the heck up out of here. 